Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to Video Games to the Max episode 217. And I'm your host, Sean Garman. Here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And also with us today is Mr. Jens Dietrich. Welcome back. Thanks, Sean. Glad to be here. Well, always good to have you again. So how is everybody doing with the uh, quarantine and... You're working from home, Jens. We haven't gotten to that point yet. We're supposed to be, I think, by next week, but who knows. I've been on watch for this for like two weeks now and still nothing. So how's all that going? Um, People are pretty much living their life as normal, Um, or at least they were, I think, until this week. I'm now starting. This area used to have really bad traffic. The traffic's good now. (laughs) I'll, I'll fully admit I went to Grub Burger today. Uh, and I was the only customer there, so that was interesting. I had to, uh, I had to go grocery shopping today. I had to go to three stores to get everything I needed. <laughs> yeah, I still uh, didn't get everything I needed. <laughs> really, things sold out everywhere. Oh yeah, like up here, like, it's like bread is very. I mean, aside from like paper products, <laughs> obviously, because people are morons. But like bread is like very hard to find. Canned goods hard to find. Soft drinks hard to find. Like lunch meat. And pop, mm-hmm. you know, hard to find. Like half the frozen aisle in every store is also like sold out. Well, yeah, it's not as bad here yet. With we've got lots of lunch meats in the fridge now. So, um, but you know, I'm a, I like eating out. It's it's going to be yeah, a no. real uh, man. Well, you could do so, takeout. That's true. So as I I went into Arby's uh, the other day because uh, um, you know I got an Arby's gift card as a gift recently. Yeah, I told uh, you. I told you, Sean. You like Arby's? Yeah, I like Arby's too. <laughs> and uh, I really enjoy that uh, that new bacon, the brown sugar bacon BLT. Uh, that is a crazy amount of brown sugar bacon on one sandwich. Anyway, uh, so I, I was getting that, and I didn't realize that there was no that like I ended up kind of sitting down outside in front of the Publix. There are some like you know, there's some seating out in the in the open, which is not not great. I didn't realize it was takeout only when I went in. 
until after yeah. I've made my purchase. So yeah, a lot of restaurants are going takeout only. But, yeah, they, know, it's for the best, I guess. I it's the same way here in uh, Miami. They had to force all of the bars and everything to close so people would stop going to the bars and all that stuff. Uh, the casinos are still trying to remain open, actually. <laughs> so we'll see how long that goes. But yeah, it's it's crazy here. Um, that uh, it's it's. I went to a you know, the Win Dixie that's closest to me. I didn't feel like going to the Green Walmart that's like across, like. You have to go across the main road, and then it's there also just to see if they had more kinds of meat. I was like, fuck it, I'll just buy everything here. I think the only thing that the entire paper aisle was like, as Mark said, was completely empty. Because, again, people just, you know, need to hoard toilet paper, I guess. And, yeah, like, it it was insane, the the amount of people that were just so much for social distancing y'all are going around reaching over people trying to grab stuff like the the world's not going to end people we're we're all right like if you buy things like normal guess what people can stock up more don't you don't need to hoard for five months like uh you know i get it that eventually it's going to get worse to where perhaps maybe they get to a point where they have to consider closing the grocery stores. Yeah, we, we don't know when supply is going to get replenished or if it's going to get replenished as regularly as you'd want. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, stores here, I don't know about where you are, but stores are closing early here to make sure that they can replenish without mm-hmm. having people in the store bugging them. So, I mean... Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. seen that. I've, I've seen some stores like make special hours for seniors which which is kind of nice that's smart too yeah. All, yeah only seniors can come into the store between 8 and 9 a.m and things like that but yeah i yeah. haven't seen a lot of early closings yet but maybe i just haven't been paying it's been really weird how the turn this week from people not giving a damn to you know suddenly everything's closed or partially closed i, I think yeah. once the thing with the nba happened that like made it go oh shit okay this is the thing like we need to start paying attention. <laughs> like, uh, and now there's like four uh, Brooklyn Nets players that are positive. Uh, the idiot that I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that, but you all an idiot, Rudy Gobert, who decided yeah, he wanted to touch so every freaking microphone and every like bag before he got off the uh, co- press conference this. that day, like. As much as it made me angry, it was hilarious in retrospect that he was the guy who had it. Yeah. Like him right. making light of it and touching everything, and then he was one of the first to get tested positive. It was great. Yeah. I mean, it's not like... great. I mean, it's terrible, but it was hilarious. Well, I mean, you know, the, epi- the epic uh, karma there for him. <laughs> it's like... It's, uh, Mark, I'm sorry. I, I cut you off. Oh, no. I was just going to say, like, me and a friend went to... Uh, we did, like, a little road trip yesterday... Uh, cause she was bored <laughs> and she wanted to spread the virus around apparently. And we hit up a mall and like, they closed at six. We got there like five thirty. <laughs> it's like, okay, oh, we shit. Went to one store and that was it. And then we were going to, we went to, we called two other stores, like not in the mall, like just around the, around the town. And they were like, oh yeah, we, we're closing in, in five minutes. It's like, all right, cool. Well, we made an hour and a half, we made an hour trip for nothing. <laughs> wow. Mm. And, and then we watched that the sucks. stand. <laughs> 
Isn't it well, interesting? We're both, yeah, the, the the stand feels like a thing that is very much in the conversation right now. We're both rewatching it, Mark and I. You were right. I mean, we got the Blu-ray editions because it it's cheaper. It's on sale this week. Uh, it looks really nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Jens wasn't on last week when uh, the big news about E3 getting canceled hit so you know that kind of also made the gaming world have to really start i mean gdc had been canceled and pax kind of went on because it was right before things got serious but like you know e3 is still sort of far out it's not necessarily like you know next month or anything and they can't yeah, the... this could be a half a year this could be a year well, Who knows no i sure. i agree with you yens i'm not saying that they're wrong about it i'm saying that so far it's the farthest event the event that's like farther south that has been canceled, mm-hmm. and like yeah. you know, it's it's funny to hear like Gamescom is still trying to to go on. Uh, they already canceled the uh, now the Euros have been canceled as well. So technically, I guess they would be yeah. farther out than than E three. But uh, you know, I'm now concerned. the Olympics. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm concerned about the, that Final Fantasy VII remake concert series that Mark and I were going to go to. Yeah, yeah, That's September 11th. So, which isn't a good omen as it is. <laughs> well, sure, but, but. You no, know, I mean that's at least it's far out. But who knows yeah. if it's far out enough? It's funny. Rest in peace to my Amazon pre-order list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything oh. you order physically. <laughs> Well, somebody's somebody's calling you. Yeah, oh, uh, but, stupid! Yeah. I should have put the phone on silent. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you had like five or six things get canceled. The only thing for me that got canceled was uh, Final Fantasy Seven, the like deluxe edition. Yeah, I guess is that just delayed overall? Is production of that delayed? Is that what's happening? No, 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 no. not the game. I think it's just the that edition. They're not accepting the inventory at the moment. Or because it's not an essential Okay, supply. so it's just Amazon. So if I were to be able to get it somewhere else. If you could find it, yeah. <laughs> ah, dang. Yeah, like, I, I think, uh, it, are people actually being able to pick up their Animal Crossing mm. uh, oh, yeah. copies Animal on, Crossing's okay. on Friday? So I, I, Animal Crossing and Persona 5 The Royal still have dates. So okay. I'm assuming that they're in the warehouse and we're going to get them. If. Okay. My Persona 5 copy gets canceled. I mean, I have like an Amazon distribution center like two miles from my house. I'll start setting that place on fire to get it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that, that is a threat to Amazon, by the way. Don't don't delay that. Free will. I guess I'll just wait on FF7. I, I can play. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for that game, but that's not like a must-play game, I think, at the moment. I, I, it was my must-play game. If I had gotten it on, like, if I would gotten it on launch day, I would have probably taken FF7 over Persona 5 to Royal as far as priority. But, but they should uh, do, I guess honestly. not just play Persona 5 to Royal. Yeah, so what they should do is, uh, like, I mean, there are enough distribution centers around the country. I mean, just do, like, a, uh, you know, have people, like, drive in. Like, pick, you know, pick it up at the warehouse. Yeah, but Amazon's not even being able to honor, like, two-day prime stuff right now yeah i mean like i just ordered I mean, that's, that's what i mean by pick it up at the warehouse i mean you have to yeah but they don't want you to go to the warehouse that's the point <laughs> yeah but they could better they could better protect their workers you know by putting them in a plastic bubble or something 
No, but I think they're having them work from home. Actually, I think they're paying people. No, they're yeah, trying to find workers right now. Amazon is hiring new new warehouse workers. Right, but weren't they also trying to have them work from home as well? Well, how are you going right. to work a warehouse job from I, home? I don't know. <laughs> but... Yeah, that doesn't. Uh, That's my one thing that still worries me. Is my wife's still out stocking shelves and stuff in various stores, and I'm just like, what are you what? Yeah, I think they're going to pay them like $17 an hour to to go work for Amazon right now. So, yeah, Amazon's trying <laughs> to get I think they probably to... just thin the workforce and make sure there's less content. Uh, sorry, less contact. People are working fewer hours and not working at the same, you know, not so many people at the same time. And mm-hmm. those sorts of measures, they, they probably just cut back. Yeah, so, it, I mean, I think. They were it's supposed to make an exception for high-demand items. If Final Fantasy VII Remake is not a high-demand item, I don't know what it is. But are we sure that's Amazon? Are we sure that's Square? Like, just mm-hmm. saying, okay, we're just not going to send these I, out? It's, no, it's Amazon. It's Amazon? Okay. Because they're, they're, they're suspending all non-essential shipments to warehouses. Oh, I should check Amazon.co.jp to see about my Nier Automata concert discs and stuff. The important yeah. thing, yes, yeah. the 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 additional music CD that also Link's Awakening soundtrack is. Uh... So what if it's not like in their warehouse right now? They're not accepting the shipment, or what? What, what is? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I mean, it'd be nice if we could just go down to Sony, or to the uh, final, or to the not Final Fan, the uh, Amazon warehouse by my house, and go, hey, here's my order. I know you have this thing in stock. Give it to me now. <laughs> All right. right good yeah. news. Oh yeah, so yeah, uh, looks like New Orchestral Arrangement album Addendum is still supposed to arrive end of March. <laughs> That's something. That'll make this quarantine just go fly right by, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I need I need something. You can't live on the swarm alone. Yeah, I mean they they're they're even they even shut down movie theaters so now at least universal is the first movie theater to put their movies online for you to rent for twenty dollars so we'll see how that goes i appreciate them doing that even if none of those movies are interesting to me right now the invisible man looks good oh yeah i hear good things about that i just i'm not a i'm not a bloom house productions fan you should watch the red letter the new red letter media uh video about bloom house Oh yeah, I, I haven't checked that out yet. They they, they they take they take some bangers that are like from Hulu. <laughs> but it's and... the guy who made it's the guy who made Upgrade, so yeah. that fills me with a little bit more hope. Sorry, they take some well, bangers from Hulu. Like Blumhouse, whatever they say, like from the producers of Get Out and like two other two other like actual good movies, and then it's like yeah, but you make for every one good movie, you make twenty direct DVD crap. <laughs> I'm not like, sure, but they also make a lot of good theatrical crap. Yeah, you know, like that that uh, um, Fantasy Island movie that <laughs> just came out. But yeah, it seems like an Invisible Man's beating the odds. It's kind of like a Happy Death Day. Every now and then they make something really good. Yeah, but I don't know if it's yeah. twenty dollars. I just don't know if I want to spend twenty bucks. Even Emma, which I kind of want to see. Um, I'm just like, well, I can just watch one of the twelve previous versions of Emma and wait for the. But you know, we'll see. Well, I mean. Uh, that stuff will get bootlegged within one hour of it being released online. Yeah, I, mean, I imagine that they know that, like, you know, because I, I, I can't imagine that they're, um, like, that dumb to to know that 
people aren't going to just record the yeah. movie and, and <laughs> you know, uh, but who knows? The Gentleman and Birds of Prey are also being moved up in their video on demand release. Yeah, finally, yeah, watch Birds of Prey at home. Right, yeah. that, that's the movie we've all been uh, waiting <laughs> to watch at home. Uh, certainly, uh, and I have. But well, Frozen's already on Disney Plus. Frozen Two. I I rewatched that the other day. So I, I think uh, they also said like Trolls World Tour was gonna get yeah. added really fast or whatever too for the kids. Uh... No, that's so, that's one of the three. Univers- it's a Universal is putting out Trolls World Tour, Emma, and uh, Invisible Man. Those were the and, three. And the Hunt as well, like, apparently. Oh, the Hunt, right? Yeah, sure. Gosh, I, I was gonna go see Bloodshot, but uh, I guess not now. So Bloodshot? Yeah, the Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel movie. Okay. Not not up your alley. Let's say that. I know nothing <laughs> about that. I will say that Scooby-Doo movie looks decent that I saw when they showed it on the Sonic movie. So there's uh-huh. that. But uh, yeah, um, getting back to the video games, I'm sure someone's yelling at, yeah. at, at us by now. Um, so Not a lot of banter. But yeah, banter's good. Some podcasts will do an hour of banter before they do any relevant content. Sometimes when, if you're like somebody like me that has limited time between going to work sometimes that gets annoying so um, I don't know everybody right now is talking about how they've got too much time or like now you've got all the time to watch and play all the things you want it's like no working how does working from home give me any extra time in the day like my well, situation really has not changed well there are people like Randy that work in a casino and he's not able to work at all so I guess then you would okay sure have the ability sure. to not working. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Moving on to video games. Yeah, so... Yes, moving on to video games. Nintendo did have their Indie World Direct uh, today. Or, well, yeah, technically yesterday. By the time uh, you're listening to this. So... I'm not sure how this is going to work. We may just... I, I totally understand by the time you're listening to this, Sony may have already done their talk on PlayStation. Uh, on the PS5. So there may be an added part to this. Or we may just release an extra little mini episode. If whatever they talk about is not just 9.5 teraflops and whatever. If there's actually stuff that's worth talking about for the PS5. In th- which I I doubt they're not. I doubt they're, they're not having Mark Sony go up there and talk about teraflops the whole time i'm sure there's going to be stuff there that's actually worth talking about uh if there is then uh thursday morning you'll see something uh from us about about what they discussed there so be on uh the lookout for that there so yes uh the the ninnies direct happened uh i watched it was like 20 minutes and it was you know as usual directs just straight ahead they don't waste time uh your friend uh john vignocchi was was one of the people on there uh mark yep. so you'll be uh happy to know you heard his voice a bunch everyone's friend john vignocchi <laughs> uh, i really liked uh baldo it's a jrpg that's made from a two-person team in italy 
And it That's looks the one where like... you're a dog who has to deliver the medicine to town, right? Before he's got to go No, that's the good life. That's Swery's game. They also showed that as well. <laughs> no, I was, t- I was talking about Balto. Yeah, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, ba- Baldo, man, it, it, it sure it looks like a like a cuter, like a more slightly more chibi Ghibli style. Yeah, like yeah. Nino Kuni. It looks like almost Nino Kuni, yeah. Um it, yeah, it looked good. They said it's supposed to be long, so I guess get ready for it when it comes out in summer. So if you're hunkering for a JRPG, if we don't have enough, you know, if you're not still playing Persona 5 Royal and Final Fantasy 7 Remake, I guess uh, check that out. I did like Blue Fire as well um, ah, from good. Graffiti Games. It looks good. Uh, I, I am, like the cell shading yeah. a lot. Yes, it's, it's it, and the very there are some very journey kind of environments in that as well. I, and the art style's really nice, and, and it just looks like one of those kind of uh, you know three D platformer type things. Yeah, the the um, that game company did have a game also get shown uh, as well, which for some reason I cannot uh, think of the name of it right now. Um, but yeah, it was totally in there art style and it looked great um i was uh excited to get a look at that so uh there's that as well everyone's excited for the card game right feria yeah Yeah, i mean why not this card game kind of came and went already (laughs) yeah and that one's like a total card game that has like are they like trying to build a town like yeah it's like a living board or something that they're yeah. Yeah, so you know, why not? Uh I'm still f- kind of excited for moving out, which is the next game from Team 17 they will make a uh, worm. Oh god. No, um god, Overcooked. Oh. Uh, it's like the it's basically like the moving version of Overcooked. So uh it it looks really fun. Um so you know, there's there's that as well. There is there's some good stuff in here. Um, there isn't like that one like oh my god, I think I've totally got to play this game. Like you know when uh, they announced the Cadence of Hyrule like surprise or whatever. The big surprise game or out now game is Exit the Gungeon, which is the follow up to Enter the Gungeon. Um, which apparently it's already out on phones and it's not as good as Enter the Gungeon, but I haven't played it yet, so I don't want to put any kind of stink on it. And I was surprised Hello Games had a had another game they were making, The Last Campfire, which which looks a little bit like Unravel or Ori, you know, that kind of game. Uh, Metroidvania yeah. that, that has like a cutesy character. So, yeah, some, some good stuff from this 20-minute direct. If you're... Uh, indie game person especially for the switch there's a lot of console exclusive on the switch uh for most of these games so which means it also becoming pc eventually yeah it's all coming to pc it just means it's not coming to ps4 xbox for a while or whatever so you don't see people Uh, getting upset about that do you (laughs) yeah and i think it is I think a Switch is like the only one that gets excused. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, most Switch uh, games can be easily played on other consoles that they really want to do. Right, but a lot of indies are like they're trying to 
make money first with PC and Switch because they know that's where people buy the indies, and then if they do well enough, then put it on the other two systems. You know. Yeah. So, don't uh, don't blame them that much on that one. So, well, uh, Jen, since you're on, you have yeah. the Wait, you have we, the biggest we, game. We of... mentioned the Good Life. Yes. Yeah. The sweary game. Yeah, the cats and. Yeah, so it's yeah. Uh, you turn into a dog and cat at night, and then you. It's a murder mystery. That's yes, I love. The, you know, Swery does murder mysteries, and it's a murder mystery of uh, of dogs and cats. So, man, uh, what a, I had. This is. It's funny. I actually had no idea. I I kickstarted this game um, when when a couple of years ago, when he first talked about wanting to make it uh, when the Kickstarter came out and. I had not paid attention to any of the Kickstarter updates for years and years, so I had no idea what it was. I just it was just based on Swery's name. So to find out what it is, it's just like of course. Of course it's dogs solving a murder. Perfect. Yeah. I mean it'd yeah. be, be cool. Do you want me to talk about Neo two? Yes, I do want you to talk about Neo two. Alright. Well, it's more Neo. Like, I'm already disinterrupted. <laughs> yeah, looks like the first Neo. Like, there's no real graphical improvements that I can note. The level design and the tile sets and, like, everything about it. Like, early on, you start in, you know, a, a cursed village, which is very much like the cursed village that you start in the beginning of Neo. So it's like, okay, yeah, we're doing this. Um, there are a lot of quality of life improvements that I really like about it. Uh, the ninjutsu has gotten really powerful, which has been helpful because the game is even harder than Neo was. Um, the character creator is great. Yeah, I watched you make a character which took an hour of my life. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. also, you didn't, you didn't have to do that. Uh, we, were just, uh, we were just having a conversation, but yeah, just, I was like, well, I can share play with you if you want to see me make this character. Yes, and that took then, an hour. <laughs> I was so engrossed in making the character we didn't actually, you know, there wasn't much room for conversation because I was just like, what, what do you think? Where should the, how high should her cheekbones be? And Mark says, I don't care. Do whatever yeah. you want. It's like, what about these teal eyes? What about this oval? This, this, uh, this, uh, you know, uh, oblong shape for the, anyway, the, it's a really great create. It's a really great character creator. You can make a very, um, pretty character. Uh, facial stuff especially it's giving you a lot of it's like what if you had the uh, Code Vein character creator but it also gave you sliders so it's got a bunch of really good presets but then it will let you go in and Bethesda them I'm not typing well uh, I'm telling you not to from last time because woo, you were typing there and it was like sounded like a earthquake was happening <laughs> oh, crap I'm sorry <laughs> so I was like okay I was trying to be very. <laughs> so, go ahead. I'm kidding. But I just... This is what happens. What happens when I don't do all of my prep beforehand and have all my notes already ready. It's okay. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you gotta wing it. It's okay. Uh, this is very much impromptu. I didn't really know um, exactly if I. I didn't know that I was joining you guys until you were. You all were trying to uh, get at me about about two hours ago. Um, anyway, so yeah, you, we've got um, so yeah, we've got lots of little enhancements. Like for instance, uh, you now earn skill points just from doing things. 
like using a weapon will earn you skill points in addition to finding the locks you know the the ninja locks or the samurai locks or all that stuff so just uh, just doing things in the game um, you will you can grind that stuff out now which is great because I generally don't like when upgrades are tied to collectibles and that was one thing in original neo where that was purely tied to collectibles uh, and um, let's see yeah I yeah, mean it's, I... it's it's neo it's really the okay one thing a lot more enemy variety I'll, like even I'm okay so I'm six hours in I'm at the fourth main story mission boss, but I've also done a bunch of the side missions. Uh, the overworld is a lot like, like uh, Neo 1. Really, they haven't changed a lot about the core systems. Like, I've unlocked the blacksmith, and it's the same. Bla- it's the blacksmith chick um, from, from the first game, so she comes back. Uh, you have to kind of uh, clear her village. You have to, there's a mission, like I think mission 2 or 3 early on, where you have to clear out her village before the blacksmith becomes available. Uh, and then it's very much all the same blacksmith mechanics as Neo. You can kind of use weapons as materials to give other weapons the same kind of plus one or plus two stat upgrades. You can use the um, smithing materials that you find to do stat upgrades. You can uh, fuse one weapon kind into another weapon kind. All that. Um... Neo just, man, that game gives you so many options. And you look at those skill trees, the skill trees have gotten amazing. I mean, there's they're huge. Uh, they're more like a Yakuza game now, where it's this kind of like blossoming flower with a bunch of nodes that are going from a center outwards. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And the more you fill in, the more you get, you know, lots and lots of little bonuses that are tied together. Some passive, some active. But yeah, it's, they've, they've really blown it up. It's no longer, I think it used to just be, it used to be kind of a list with linear progression upgrades for each skill type. And now it's it's this big sprawling thing. You know, people rag on Final Fantasy thirteen, but I wonder if Final Fantasy thirteen was the game that innovated that kind of upgrade system. I know a lot of people at the time were complaining about the Chrysalis Sphere or whatever it was called. But it really has, um, you know, been very influential in game design. I mean, I... I loved the Sphere Grid when 10 had it, yeah. and then 13. I was going to say, wouldn't that be, like, well, that be more? Ten. Yeah. Okay, and well. People like that, I thought. Yeah, and then when uh, 12 customized it even more with the jobs and stuff, people like that as well. Of course, we didn't get to play that version until later, but, uh, you know, I think having being able to iterate on that 
so much that all these games have, and then of course Neo does it. Neo Two does it as well. I mean, I'm I'm looking at a list yeah. here on on it's Open Critic, and it doesn't have a. I think it doesn't have a score under eight. So, yeah, it's... I mean, it's super slick. It's as slick and as well balanced. You know, you know the thing that uh, uh, they did with it, and which they did with the original Neo as well, of course, is they had these. Very lengthy beta periods, uh, or they had an alpha period and a beta period um, that were both substantial, where people could try the game and give feedback. And um, as with the first Neo, they tweaked a lot. Like when that game was first in alpha, uh, in the public alpha, you know, it was apparently much harder than it is now. Uh, there were a lot of things that were unbalanced that are now fixed. So they really. You know, it comes to you very polished. It comes to you like something that where every system feels thought out. And um, the new systems, there's also things like enemies now have uh, kind of a super attack when they when they power up. Like if you like once they get a couple of hits in on you, or if they get angry enough. I'm still not quite sure what exactly fills their little meter, but once once they do get to a certain point, they will do an unblockable attack on you, which is pretty devastating, which I tend to dodge away from, but there is a special uh, beast mode counter that you should be using, apparently, to counter it, which will then give you a follow-up attack. So there's all sorts of nuance that they've added to it. Uh, It has made it a lot harder, because it really becomes like, if you do not learn this stuff, this new stuff that they've added, you will get super wrecked. And uh, the, the new enemy types are really interesting. There's this kind of Little looks almost like a gray alien. Mark saw me kill a bunch of those guys. Yeah, those the little goblin things. These little the little goblin dudes. Uh, but they will do. They've got different elemental powers that you get different versions of them. I've come across a bunch of them. Some of them do like electricity that will stun you. And uh, but one thing that's that where you've got to be really careful when you've got them in groups. If one of them gets low on health, another one of them will eat it, and then power up and become a huge one. And the huge versions of those things, uh, if you let yeah, them get to you, they will just bite your head off. Yeah, one grew up, and you didn't even realize it, and I'd have pointed out, and you're like, it like hit you and like one shot at you, essentially. Yeah, the first time it happened, I was not, I did not notice uh, how it happened, and I was completely unprepared for it. So Mark saw my first encounter with that. Uh, there are a lot of cool new yokai. One that I really like, even though it is uh, a pain in the ass, is there's like a monkey. It's like a like a class like a monkey yokai on a, who uses his weapon like a pogo stick, like it's like a giant blade, but he will hop around on it like he's um, you know Scrooge McDuck in the Ducktales game, and that is both hilarious and devastating. And he'll he'll do lots of little. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, he will he will stagger you, and once he starts running into you, he'll you just keep getting hit by him. Uh, so uh, and he's he's difficult to uh, to hit as well while he's pogo sticking around, so that's cool. There's like a snake lady, who's really interesting, who will uh, uh, wrap around you and crush you down, and 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 start to devour you. Uh, there's all all sorts of great new yokai designs. I've really enjoyed all the bosses so far. The bosses have been awesome. It's been like a like a giant kind of snake with a horse face. Uh, that was pretty pretty neat to fight. The, it's just you know, it's more it's it's more Neo. Um, it's a lot of little refinements to Neo, and it's a lot of new enemies, but the environments are largely the same. And the core gameplay, 
and all the leveling, well, the level mechanics are improved, but, you know, the smithing and most of the, um, most of the stuff that, if you're familiar with Neo, you'll be able to jump right in and know what you're doing. Let's put it that way. And right. I'm really liking it. I mean, it's more Neo. It, it's hard as hell. I, it's, it's hard, like, the, especially early on, like, the hard, it's actually getting easier now that I'm unlocking more skills. Like, the skills, especially, like, there's a ninja ability where you can poison enemies, which would then make them susceptible to other attacks. So I like to now just poison, when there's a tougher guy, I'll poison him up front before I take him on. Or, like, there's some Ankyo magic that's pretty good um, that lets you buff your weapons uh, with uh, with key power, which I've been using a lot. So it's been getting, it's giving you more tools as you're going along. But early on, when you don't have any of those tools, oh, my God. Like, a little, a, a bandit... You know, some bandit of axe will just will just completely destroy you, and uh, it was it was tough going the, the first couple, the first like five or six levels of that game. Anyway, awesome! I'm glad that you it's are great. enjoying it. And uh, hey, I don't know, I don't have to play it. <laughs> yeah, because I think yeah, Mark, Mark what was your from Mark watched it up until the point where I killed the first yokai. Yeah. So what what is what is your impression, Mark, from the little bit you saw? It looks like a 360 game. <laughs> Damn, still like the environments. Yeah, See, uh, I, think so. I know, but you're not okay. But you're not coming to that game because of the way it looks, though. You're you're coming to that game for the way it plays, and I mean, didn't Bloodborne look better, or didn't Bloodborne? Well, Bloodborne look better? Was yeah, but but I mean, honestly, like considering who makes it. Are we really? Co- you don't. Okay, you're really comparing from software's stuff with Sony backing to was that what, Team Ninja, Ninja with Koei Tecmo? Yeah. yeah, it's it feels like the Koei Tecmo house style. Like a yeah. lot of the the way it's rendered. I don't know what exactly it is, but like it looks like one of those Musu games or um, I mean, ten, ten years behind the times. <laughs> Yeah, but it's also, I don't know if it's the rendering engine or what, but like the lighting and like everything about those, or even something, okay, Earth Defense Force obviously looks much worse, but it, there's like a more stripped down, more low budget style in Japanese, in a lot of these kind of not quite triple A Japanese games that is nonetheless very clean and very pretty. And that is how, where I feel Neo sits, is I actually think it's quite beautiful. It obviously does not have the level of detail, and it's not as ornate as uh, a From Software game at all. Uh, You're but, acting like From Software is a AAA developer, and <laughs> that's the the funniest I mean, they part kind of me. Now, you look at the, you look at earlier From Software games, and they're also not as uh, you know, yeah. The move to four for them was really when they stepped it up with that. Which one? Which game? You know, like, a, a really, Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 is when they took it to a new level. Yeah, I, I agree there. It, it, it wasn't the ninth Armored Core game they made? <laughs> yeah, you look at those Armored Core games, and they look more like something like a Neo, as far as the environment. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, yeah, it looked like, I mean, it looked like Neo, like the first one, except you didn't unlock anything yet, like the alternate stances or anything, so... Yeah, I was just doing very boring, uh, um, trying button mashing early on. So Mark did not see me get good. You know, you know what those games could use an assault rifle. Mm. 
Yeah, but then what if the enemies had assault rifles? Then then it would just be super frustrating again. Eh. <laughs> they don't. They use sniper rifles. Oh, we're not gonna make this. Uh, what was that game? I forgot. Remnant. <laughs> yeah, let's not make this a remnant thing again. <laughs> yeah, so let's not sully remnants' good reputation with things like Neo and Bloodborne. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so moving away from uh, the Souls-like genre to another game that is very much more of it, but also great because Ori in the World of the Whiffs is everything that was the first game, but more beautiful, more... Uh, they, they've added... They've made it more streamlined with adding in extra combat, and it it feels there's uh, now there's say it's auto saves, so you don't have the crazy stuff where oh crap, I oh, got Christ. yeah. Other than the chases, which you do like, I've only gotten to do one chase, but other than the chases, you do have like those those save points are really good for. Oh, good. I don't have to go back halfway the way I came. Oh, it's right there. Um, so I, I really like that. They do still have the manual save little fountain things that you could find and, and save that way as well. But uh, I, I just like um, it already hits you at the beginning before they even really start anything. Uh, it's going through that same route with a uh, coup, the owl and what happens to him. And it's uh, so sweet. And then you get to already play you know, get to use Ori and get his... I've only played, like, the first, you know, few hours to begin with, but, like, I didn't want to stop playing. I had to stop playing to do the podcast, but, like, I, I wanted to keep going. It just... It was very fun, and just... I wanted to keep finding things and keep finding more of the keystones, and um, there's characters you could talk to. Uh, it feels like more in this one than the first one. Um, well, the first so, one had no characters yeah big, so like big bear thing and that was it <laughs> like there's there's characters that and you get introduced to one very early on uh that gives you the you know the first keystone well, like, or whatever this game has like a hub world or like a town yeah. you can go back to which build mm-hmm. up like in uh steamroll steamroll dig and it has uh <laughs> like a shop that you can upgrade yeah, I mean, then. I I I'd want to play it, but I know the console version is currently screwed. And well, it's not right it. now. They've patched it and everything. No, I saw some rough looking stuff today that, like, it's, it's still not one hundred percent correct. Let's say that. <laughs> well, I mean, you can always play the PC version. Yeah, but yeah. what if I could afford it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I might have to see if I can find you a. You could sign up and do the Game Pass Ultimate for a dollar. Yeah, then can play uh, Gears of War with the Yens also. There you go. Oh, yeah, God, see. No. Oh, I'm like, he's I'm like, like, oh God, I'm no. Like, unlike your other friend, I wouldn't be dumb at the game. It was good blast through it on normal. I don't care about playing. Yeah. Hard. Man, we are. It's such a slow grind getting through Gears Five. Is it because of the game or because of your friend? The no, it's the encounter design. The encounter design is insane. I mean, on hard anyway. It's like, oh, okay, okay, Mark says, just don't play on hard. But it's like, we've just been our tradition to play every Gears game on hard. But this is the first one where we're like, this is 
on another level. It actually, and you know, it may be the hardest game that, like, even harder than like a Souls game to me. It's the hardest game I can think of ever playing, honestly. Like we're still in in like Act Two, and it's just you know twenty runs at an encounter, and then you finally do it, and then the next encounter you get just as stuck because it's got all sorts of you know fu kind of design. There's the solution to any Gears problem, Gears combat problem. Step one, pick up Hammer of Dawn. Step two, use it. No Hammer of Dawn so far. I always hated that in those games. I like it's super limited and like situational, and it's like, well, why can't yeah. I just carry this thing around all the time? I mean, so 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 I I, I, didn't, I didn't mean like oh, oh no because you know I don't want to play Gears Five with you or anything. It's just it's also a really long. It's like a much longer game than the other Gears games. Mm-hmm. So right. I, I I just don't know if I I'm up for. Like I've played every previous game other than Judgment like three or four times with different people, and I don't think I'm going to do that here. Well, maybe if you played it with Mark on normal, it wouldn't take you. Yeah, maybe it'd be fun yeah. then. <laughs> maybe. On my resume was six. But yeah, you should. Uh, game Pass seems <laughs> like a good thing. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, come on, Res- Resident Evil Six. It's- Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Been enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, the, next, but... the next one is Strange Brigade. We both grabbed Strange Brigade. So I'm curious to check that out. I think I have that on PS4. Is that what you guys have it on? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, shoot. I can a, play with you. I, is it the more? Is it a four-player game? I think it might be. Yeah, it's a four-player co-op game. Oh yeah. We should we should at least do a group of three. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, but it def. I mean, I, it's a no-brainer. I think if you liked Ori, the first one. You were gonna play this, and I mean, it being available on Game Pass makes it very easy to mm-hmm. just hey, let's do it. Uh, but I definitely think you should uh, check it out, Mark, because if you like the first story at all, that just definitely does improve a lot of things from the first one, even though it's much this. harder as well. Oh man, I did not play Ori and the Blind Forest because I heard it was really hard, and I don't really like really hard platformers. Yeah, and I might stay away from this one as well. But I, I will say that. I really liked the soundtrack to Orient the Blind Forest. I love the soundtrack to Orient the Wolf of the Wisps. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's a little bit I've been able to hear. tender for me. Oof. Like, oh, every cue has some incredibly beautiful theme in it. Like, it's not like... The first Ori, there was some music where it's like, okay, this is just atmospheric music, mm-hmm. which is fine in the game, probably, but, you know, it doesn't really play very well outside of it on an album. I mean, it has that great main theme, which you don't get very much this time. 
but instead you just there's just something like gorgeous in every like it, it's like the highlights if if the, there was an album of just the highlights from the first one but it was the whole thing really great yeah. Well, yeah so two games that are better than the or just as good as the first that you should definitely check out if you like those and meanwhile you guys are playing new games and i'm over here playing metroid fusion still <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you keep... It's funny, because it's like, I have no frame of reference for what Metroid Fusion even is, and you keep bringing up playing more Metroid Fusion, playing it's Metroid the, Fusion. Like, it's, it's like your... Metroid game. Fusion is really good. <laughs> it was a GBA Metroid game. It's like mm-hmm. the last... It's like, the last in a franchise, can, like, canon-wise, and it involved, like, something called the X-Parasite to, like, copy Samus, and so there's like, an evil Samus running around, like, fucking your shit up constantly. <laughs> And you're playing this on what? On some kind of an emulator device? No, I, I actually have a cartridge. I'm playing it on my Super Nintendo. I have this like weird hack ghetto looking cartridge that like lets me play GBA games on my Super Nintendo. Or Super NT, I should really say. I'm playing using that. There we are. So the, the Super <laughs> NT pairs well with that with that uh, adapter? Yeah. Uh, kind of. <laughs> More or less, let's just say How that. How's that been treating in general? The Super NT? Yeah. Is it everything uh, it's, you hope? It's fine, except I did run into one weird problem a few nights ago. Um, I was showing a friend of mine. I was going to show Star Fox, the, like the first one, because you know, as an example yeah. of a SNES game looking like ass. And I played it for like ten seconds or fifteen seconds, and the game like got corrupted. Like, it, oh, like damn! It like the game like just freaked out, and like my shift and everything disappeared, and like the game like didn't necessarily freeze. It kept kind of going, but it just got like messed up. And then wow. I have like a I have like a ROM card or I have a flash card, uh, and I loaded it up into that and it played fine. So I think it was just that cartridge that was screwed up, or like you know something was wrong weird with that cartridge. Maybe so okay. Like, so it's the cartridge because I I could imagine you know uh, Star Fox is kind of one of the most demanding games technically for the for the SNES. No, I mean that NT plays anything. You can gotcha. throw at it. Which is really nice, actually. Yeah, like you showed me that Zelda with cutscenes. Yeah, that MSU Zelda looks, you know, fantastic. Man, that's so neat. Uh, yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing like that. I I've tried to play Star or uh, Street Fighter Five online last night to not great effect because that online is terrible. But I thought they patched it. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> or if they did, I can't imagine it being much worse. Like. Samurai Shodan on the Switch has better netcode or better online. Well, yeah, I've heard the netcode is not and great like, that's for a, that at all. It's like, no, I mean, Samurai, no offense to Samurai Shodan, it's a D tier gaming franchise or like, you know, fighting game franchise. What well, is Street yeah. Fighter Five is supposed to be like the premier one or, you know, one of the top ones. And it's like, your online doesn't work right. Like, what? And that's what you're that coming to that back. game for. Yeah. Oh, considering like how online focused it is, it's like more nuts. It's like what's what happened? Uh, they'd already been out for a while, so they probably just kind of like, eh, well, okay, let's put yeah. it on Switch. Well, yeah. Hopefully, Street Fighter Six, if they ever make that, you know, that has good online. But we'll see. <laughs> well, uh, Jens, I. <laughs> it's funny because this is the third time we're gonna go through this because. The uh-huh. week it came out, Mark talked about it, then I talked about it last yeah. week. Uh, so, 
Uh, Jens, you have now played the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo. You guys talked about your special edition or whatever, not yeah. being able to get shipped. But So what do you think of the that it's, first 45 minutes or whatever of, of the game? It, I feel it's everything that I would want from a Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, they've really smoothed over the characterizations. Like, the way that they bring in Cloud and and the way that they... Like a, a lot of the like the, certain things are brought up much earlier than they were certain plot points mm-hmm. than they were in the original game, and you kind of get to like relate to Cloud right away rather than him being a distant jerk um, early on. I mean, he's still kind of a you know your your tough guy with a heart of gold character, but uh, there's just so many smart choices that they've made in how they've adapted it. Uh, the characters are really lovable. The character designs are amazing. The rigging on the characters, especially like uh, armpits and stuff like that, like I'm super impressed by. Combat system's good. Um, Wait, did, if, hold on. Did you just say that you were impressed yeah. by the armpits of the yes, characters? The armpit. Okay, what? Armpits. Hold on. All right, hold on. I don't have some kind of weird fetish <laughs> or anything. But I'm just saying, <laughs> armpits in video games are really hard. Okay. <laughs> I'll you, this is the guy who spent an hour making a character in Neo too, by the way. <laughs> no, that that, that I can understand, really but we're armpits. talking about armpits. Alright. <laughs> uh, so. Speaking of things being expanded upon, there is, uh, you know, there are, like, in the original Final Fantasy VII soundtrack, there were things that were just like, here's a subtle little motif. Uh-huh, yes. That doesn't get like expanded upon musically until much later in the game. And here like you get it right away. Like the reactor theme. Mm-hmm. Like every everything they've done in adapting the music is remarkable. Oh, and then the different versions of some of the songs are like so freaking great. I was listening to the soundtrack by itself after I got to play the demo. Like, cause it was, it's so good. Oh so. yeah. My, my only thing with it is that it does sound huge kind of all the time. Like even yeah, while you're just you... running around exploring, it, it is the soundtrack is it like a nine or ten? <laughs> it's pretty bombastic, I think. Yeah, so so like I don't know if it's gonna have like the old one had a lot of ups and downs, uh, or mm-hmm. or maybe it just didn't quite feel that way because everything didn't sound like a you know huge like the Hans Zimmer kind of orchestrations, which this does definitely has. It's yeah. like very very modern orchestrations, very thick. Uh, so I don't know that, that might get tiresome, but so far it's just. I, I don't know. I, I, I like Bombast, so for me, I'm, I'm in heaven with that stuff. Um, and yeah, uh, the final boss is really interesting. It went on yeah. a little bit longer than I would have liked, maybe. I felt yeah, like I it think just went on a long like, time. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely felt like that. Because that, that was a boss that I think in the original you beat in, like, what, five minutes? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, like when you put the tail yeah. up, don't attack it. And then you just yeah. keep using thunder over and over. And, and I was surprised how many phases he had. But mm-hmm, I did enjoy yeah. the variety to it. Like, you kind of had to go through, okay, I've got to use this magic, then I've got to take cover, then I've got to hit him from behind. Like, there was just a lot to it to keep track of, and I, I thought it was an entertaining boss fight. Yeah, I mean, so, it definitely does give you... You definitely do need to be paying attention, and you got to be paying attention to both guys. I had Cloud Dom me twice, uh, and then I had to switch over to Barrett, and then I, I do like I, that the ATB... Uh, use like a potion is used up for the ATB as well, so there's sort of extra strategy there too. So it's not like oh, I can just spam my potions. 
I think a lot of the difficulty problems are because you don't have access to like the actual menu system, like the materia or like leveling up. Yeah, like, that's that also nice. too. That's your first. Yeah, that's your first boss. I mean, it's not it's not that usual to die to the tutorial boss. Yeah, but, well, I mean, like even like the, even in the demo, you're like leveling up, and it's like, well, this doesn't matter because yeah, I don't have access yeah. to skills. So right, exactly. You know, who cares? <laughs> Fair enough. Well, and I also, for me at least, it switched it because I always give Cloud. Bolt and Cure, and then I give Barrett fire. So I was like, oh shit, I had to fucking switch over to Barrett right. to fucking Cure, and it's like, this is not the way I play this game most of the time, so like I had to get used to that, and it did take me a while to figure out the whole, oh crap, I had to have ATV available to use a potion or to use Cure, so it's like, oh, okay, have to get used to that, uh, you know, so... It, yeah, it was... I'll, I'll probably end up doing it and building my characters in such a way that I won't have to switch too much. Because I'm not, you know, like, to give most yeah, of the I mean, key yeah, stuff to Cloud. Me, me and Sean said, you know, Barrett didn't play, like, a fun character <laughs> you know, the demo. No, uh, no. using the, the machine gun is not, that's not a particularly fun mechanic. I used his, um, but... his little charge thing is good, but yeah. not the, like, just regular... You know, you just hold, you're just five. holding a button down, and like yeah. peppering enemies with like very weak bullets. I'm like, this, I mean, all right, I guess, but his rather, uh, you know, feels a lot more, you know, tactile because he is. <laughs> his limit <laughs> break felt stronger than Clouds, yeah. though. The big shot, or whatever the heck it's called. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm in the same way with you, Jens. Like that's what I wanted from this game. It's great. Um, it's not button mashy. It has strategy to it. So, like, I'm ready for April 10th to appear. And I wanted to get it uh, physical as well. Um, especially, uh, you know, I don't know if you listened to the show last weekend. So, you know, we had the big review of the Not For Resale uh, documentary. Mm-hmm. And it kind of made me feel like, oh, man. Okay, maybe, maybe I will uh, start buying physically again, at least for... Uh, Sony games because you know Microsoft has the Game Pass thing. Um, I'm now at the point where I will buy physical for only things that are special, but I feel Final Fantasy VII is one of those. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh, especially because now uh, they released all those. Did you see the themes, the dynamic themes yeah. that they showed off? Um, well, you know, Mark. Cool, we'll get those regardless, though. Mark's got yeah. his adventure with the Tifa one, but uh... <laughs> yeah, they, they still won't give me the those stupid Tifa one even. I sent him the receipt again. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> the um, I ready to well, buy it online. I could buy an eBay copy for like five bucks. Should have done that in the first place. <laughs> there's that. Oh wait, cool. these are different. I saw some announcement about how they're you were getting them for. There were some that you just get right. That you there's that one you get for downloading the demo that had that's like the group one, and yeah, then okay, the one that's. In the Mako reactor or whatever it is, that one you get for, uh, is it you get that one for free? And then the one with Sephiroth you get if you add, you order on Amazon, which you guys Okay, how do I get gotten. Tifa? That's, well, that's the one that, that sounds like the one to get. You're supposed to have bought two Butterfinger or two Nestle Crunch and you send in a picture of the receipt. Oh, God. Yeah, right. or you can just buy it. There's a $10 version on eBay. That'll probably right. show up on... On the store, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, you hope, but yeah, you know, so. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it if it does. 
so well, another person that so, is, is. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry. When you when Mark said ten dollars, they're actually running between thirty-five. Oh no, there's some that are like eighteen or nineteen. But for some reason, the first one is a hundred dollars. Because oh, somebody's, I don't know. I guess somebody's yeah, right. that dumb. I, I sent I sent you a picture of the ten dollar one if you want. <laughs> What is it a dynamic theme? Like it has it plays yeah. a song too. It is a dynamic okay. theme. Oh, That'd it looks cool. great too. Oh, I might just spring the twenty bucks and buy it. I don't know. I'll, I'll wait. I'm sure that they'll have one for Aerith and one for her. Well, like thing. okay, like for Persona Five Royal, there are themes for every character. Dynamic theme for every character in the Japanese store, but not... with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not, they haven't announced it for America yet. I'm wondering if we have can get them or not. They'll probably release it when the game releases. Yeah. Here, uh, like they tended to do with all the most of the other ones. Right. Um. But all right, is there any other games you guys want to talk about for Resident Evil Six? Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, but Mark, aren't you playing uh, Waifu Simulator, but with Jodie Whittaker as your waifu? Oh, that Doctor Who game. Oh yeah. Uh... Yeah, no, I, I haven't fired it up since then. It made me nauseous after I played it the first time. So, like, right. I think it's like, I think I'd have to like use an analog stick to move around in a VR game. That's what makes me sick. Mm. If it's like just teleporting, then I'm okay. But yeah, also Doctor Who still sucks. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I, I didn't. I, th- I didn't think Mark would. I'd hear Mark say that. But yeah. Oh, I showed. Oh, you didn't see the last episode. I showed Yen's like part of. The last episode. Oh man! Even yeah. even like the one good part is like still not good. <laughs> but, man, yeah. Mark's uh, further decline on Doctor Who. Until they replace, uh, I mean, I think Jodie Whittaker still could be good. I think the way they write. I don't think terrible. it's her. I, like, yeah, it's the writing. I don't think it's her. But yeah. Yeah, I, I like because I, I enjoy her as a as a doctor. I don't dislike her. I think it's the way the writing is just not great. Yeah. Um, I also don't like. I don't necessarily like that many of the companions that much. Uh, well, <laughs> you should not like this season because they get totally sidelined by the last episode. Yeah. That's fine. Oh, okay. We're gonna go down to Yaz next season. Yeah. The, the one companion that no one cares about. <laughs> and she's actually my favorite of the companions. They just don't know oh, what to do with her. Yeah, yeah there you go. Thing. Yeah, like... Yeah, uh, British, the old British guy, but I don't care. The old they British guy, care. like, as soon as the the novelty wore off of the wife dying, I kind of was just like, all right. Uh, they spent so much time on that, though. Every other episode, his wife had to appear to him in some form. Well, to, like, that goes away in season him or give him guidance or... No, that really goes away in season twelve, but they don't replace it with anything else. Like he becomes yeah. like a caricature of himself, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which sucks. And then Ryan, his grandson, they kind of do nothing with him. And then Yaz, Yaz is like completely forgotten. Mm, not great. So, 
Good work. She'll get to shine next year. Yeah. Next year, they're finally going to pull it all together. Well, speaking of Resident Evil, Resident Evil 3 Remake Demo is coming out on Thursday. So, if you want to try out Resident Evil 3 only a few weeks before the full game comes out, you can do so. And apparently, you need to be very sparse with your weapons because there's more action orientation in this game than the second one. So... Bullets are going to be even more scarce, I guess, is what they were hinting at. So, not on the PC version. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you're not using Cheat Engine. Uh, so, and then there's also the Resident Evil Resistance beta that's coming out, I think, like a week before or a few days before um, the Resident Evil 3 comes out on March 27th. So, it'll probably be available that weekend. So, if you wanted to play Resident Evil Resistance, which I don't know too many people that are, but if you are. Have those multiplayer Resident Evil games ever been good? No, I don't remember any of them being good, but yeah. I think, like, the first PS2 one was, like, moderately okay, but even still, like, by the... compared to, like, the others in the genre, it's like, what? Like, who cares? It's just... (laughs) They keep making these multiplayer Resident Evil games, it's like, after the third or fourth attempt, like, why? (laughs) Uh, they they want to. They want something to hit. Because they're seeing how this... You know, Call of Duty comes out of Warzone and people are immediately playing it and, you know, whatever. I would, so. uh, I would think Resident Evil is not Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, but they, they want to hit. So, you know. Uh, if you can... It's well, something that doesn't... Top Operation Raccoon City. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, we'll go through this quick because yeah, we don't need to spend too much time on it. But um, the bet, the top games for February and, of course, obviously, it's no surprise Switch was the top console. It's the only console that's relatively young. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to sell the most. Also, there haven't been any really big games outside of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot that have come out this year that are making people just, oh, if you haven't bought a PS4, yeah, you're buying it for that. Um, that being said, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot dropped a little bit of 4th for February uh, to be replaced by Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which was obviously boosted by Warzone coming out. Then uh, NBA 2K20, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. My God, that game is still selling yeah, like like nobody's business. Tom Clancy's Division 2 was helped a lot by the fact that it was on sale for like $3 at a lot of points in the yeah. month of February. Uh, Mario it's Kart 8. Well, Go I was going to say, it's good, it's good virus training for what's going on now. Yeah, it's true. If you can't buy uh, Plague Incorporated, you can play that, I guess. Uh, Mario Kart 8 is still selling. It's still the highest-selling uh, Switch game. Ring Fit Adventure is still up there. Um, it's actually a really good what workout. It? It's a really good workout, actually. Um, it's... you. So you have the Switch Joy-Con, and it has, like, it's in, like, the shape of a ring, and you can attach it to your leg, and you can run, and there's actually, like, there's various workouts for it, but there's also, like, it's actually, like, an actual game, and there's, like, RPG mechanics where you level up, and... And various other things. Like, it's actually really good. It's it's a really good game. It's also, like, hard to find now because of the stupid epidemic. People can't go to the gym anymore, so... yeah. Well, we can have to work at, at home, I guess. 
Yep. Hey, you hey, don't have hey, to... hey, hey, you'll love it because it's one of Ben Pack's favorite games. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if, if you don't have your connect to play Dance Central, I mean, why not? Madden NFL 20 because people are missing the NFL uh, that much Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is number 10 uh, Minecraft Luigi's Mansion 3 Red Dead Redemption 2 Breath of the Wild Pokemon Sword Just Dance 2020 uh, FIFA 20 Rainbow Six Seeds Need for Speed Heat my god and New, no, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe are in the top 20. So Wow. I'm always stunned by how many old games are on this yeah. top 20. Yeah, Yakuza Remastered Collection was number 33, and that was the highest for any newly released game in February. To show you what really came out in February. Yeah. Mark, you were saying something I did not hear at all. No, I just said, like, what a depressing list when you really think about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's always, whenever I see what's popular in any, really, in life, I'm always depressed by other people's tastes. Yeah. Yeah, but March is going to change that. So we don't have to worry about that for very much longer. You got uh, Neo 2, Animal Crossing, MLB The Show, uh, Doom Eternal, uh, Persona uh, Royal... Um, and I can't remember, there's something else coming at the end of the month that escapes me right now. So, March, there will definitely be a lot of new games uh, on the list, which I wouldn't be surprised if Animal Crossing is the leader when we get to looking at this for March. Uh, But, I mean, apparently that game is is great as well, so if you're a Mm -hmm. Animal Crossing fan... If we've ever mastered at 33, it's heartening. That's the one real positive. Hey... Why not, right? Yeah, and, and those are fantastic games. And um, yeah, I definitely I should check them out. And they keep putting those out, so I'm glad that they're selling. Yeah, wait till Like a Dragon comes out, then it's gonna sell even more. That'll be really interesting. I wonder how that's been doing in Japan, seeing how it's such a gameplay change. I know it got well reviewed, but. I bet they like it even more, right? Because Japan loves their RPGs. Man, some of those summons are just incredible. <laughs> I know. Watch the video for that. I'm just like, what in the hell am I watching right now? It's it's amazing. <laughs> but it fits that that like game series so well to just have such random <laughs> summons. It, awesome. It, it, you saw the cat who turns into a tiger, right? Yeah. I mean, that's it's amazing. sold 400,000 copies so far. Which, that's not terrible. No, it's good. Like, for, for a game series that was that almost died around yeah. the time of five, when they were like, we're not sure we're going to keep localizing these. Well, they didn't. I mean, for a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah it was like a couple of years behind the Japanese releases, yeah. I didn't even know those games came out until they would show up on PS Plus. Until yeah. Yakuza, was it Zero? Yeah, so yeah, five showed up on PS Plus like uh, a couple months after it launched yeah. in America. I mean, that kind of shows you like zero was the thing that just really catapulted. Yeah, both five was to... digital only, and the new consoles were already out or about to be out. I don't remember exactly, but it was like at the end of the life cycle. Yeah, and also that's not a 
that's not the Yakuza game you want to jump into if you're going to jump into a new into a new series, you know. What it's, the fifth the fifth one in this series isn't the one you want yeah. to get into. And it's deep in the it's deep in the ongoing soap opera story of of three four five, like that's almost like a trilogy. You know, that's almost like a trilogy. Yeah, that's true. So. You know, you've got Saijima, all those recurring, all those characters from uh, Persona, Dekuza 4 coming back. And Yakuza 6 does nothing with it, so way to go. <laughs> no, I, I, come on, I like that Yakuza 6 just kind of tells its own. I mean, that that's the Haruka story coming back. It takes at least one of those storylines and, and continues it. But you're right, we, we don't do anything with Sajima or Aki, or what's his name, the, the, the real estate agent. I really like yeah. him. Uh, I can't think of him now, but yeah, those guys don't come back. Yeah, he came back for Yakuza Six. Well, no, he came back for like a very brief. I think he had like a brief cameo. He wasn't like one chapter. Uh, it's the same a, with as... like uh, Majima. Like you, you know, he, he pops up for like two minutes and that's it. Yeah, yeah, for well, such a big character that people like. That's fine. I'm sick of tired. Like I used to love Majima. I, I, I think they've overdone Majima now, and they've changed him too much from what he was. It doesn't. It doesn't give me the same feelings anymore. Seeing Majima. Are you excited for that uh, Super Mega Baseball Three? I saw yeah, the trailer, Mark. Okay, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would say more of that. You know, game. You know, gameplay. I didn't play the second one because they didn't send a review code out. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I so there. There's that certainly, and well, the probably the biggest thing that we. Had to talk about aside from this, whatever Sony discusses on their thing is Microsoft revealing that you're going to have to purchase NVMe storage cards to expand Series X memory for Series X games. So this worked out great for the Vita. Yeah. Okay. So. Here's so they were revealing the the Digital Foundry was brought in to do a huge reveal of the specs, and I'm not going over that. I don't care. Uh, that the specs are what's exciting. I mean, that's what's good about it. The specs are great. No, you guys. No, and in the grand scheme, they don't really matter. Uh, I, I guess. I mean, it's I mean, cool and all, but I, I I think to the layman person. I don't really care unless you're going to show me like, okay, I did appreciate the, um, they showed off video of the quick resume and they showed off video of the load times. Like that Mm. speaks to me. Like I can understand that. Like, thank you for showing me how all these games, he had like six games there that could be resumed really fast. I mean, that's pretty cool. I don't know that I'm ever going to use that, but that's like the, uh, back to the future two scene. When Marty's kid, you know, at the TV watching six six different TV shows at the same time, it's like, who's this for? Like, what does well, it there's matter? there's people that don't want to have to deal with waiting for their game to load and all that stuff. So that's but they can't. What do they have to have six games in the chamber? Like, ah, uh, there's people that are excited about that little feature. I mean, but I think it's more about they're excited about it because the system's not out yet, and less about because they're actually going to use it, but. I think the load times that was really cool to see like how actual much faster it does load uh, than the it's Xbox One X. SSD. Yeah, and it's especially have benefit of an SSD, and because of that SSD and the velocity architecture that it has to use uh, in the storage, this is why you you have to use NVMe SSD cards because they won't 
I'm guessing if they allowed you to use the other stuff, it would like hurt the load times and and hurt how fast the game runs. Oh yeah, uh, it optimized so... it for specifically. We need this hard drive read speed, that or 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 transfer speed or whatever, and you're plugging in a USB. Uh, like an old-timey USB hard drive, that probably would not work. Well, well, what do you want to bet if someone cracks open this NVMe thing, and the and the heart of it will just be like a micro SD card? Yeah, it's still not super great running Xbox One games straight off an external hard drive. Like it doesn't yeah. always work perfectly, and it can affect the load times. Yeah, but. I noticed that as well when I was playing Ori because I, I have it kind of set automatically to the external and i forget about it sometimes yeah and i noticed that it was it took a little bit for it to start running without a little slowdown is i uh move anything that i'm actually playing onto the internal drive and use the external drive to offload stuff so i'm just really just moving the games around because i don't want to delete and re-download them you know it's nice but ps4 you can just put in whatever drive you want and not not have to deal with any of that crap yeah that's true well i mean i can hook up whatever drive i want but it's just you know there's just a USB 3.1 is only so fast, right? Like, reading a game off it is not the greatest. So yeah. I can understand why they're doing what they're doing. But using proprietary, like, aren't there, there are just, there are NVMe SSD cartridges just made by... Oh, yeah, like digital, like digital cameras use them and stuff like that. Are there external SSDs or are all SSDs internal drives? Uh, no, there are external ones. Okay. Sure. Well, you so, just... Yeah. Theoretically, you... they could... You stick them into that slot, right? So it's not really like internal, right? It's they've yeah they've specifically made those proprietary kind of connections. I'm assuming. Yeah, I think eventually, as time goes on, you will get third party ones cheaper. I don't think Microsoft, with them being so consumer friendly, I can't see them pulling the Sony thing where, oh no, only our cars will work. I think it might be that way for well, a little bit. That's, but... that's, no, that's, they've done that more than Sony has. I mean, Sony has like one example of that with the Vita. 360 like, had the proprietary hardware. I know, but I'm it's... saying currently, I'm not talking about in the past. The way Microsoft is about being very consumer friendly right now, I can see them very quickly allowing other third parties to make cheaper versions of those cards, like. I mean, but how much? How cheap? How much cheaper do you think they're gonna get? I don't know, but that's the I problem mean, I, with. I mean, I, I imagine like the, let's say you know five hundred gigabytes is maybe a hundred dollars. I mean, let's say SSD like, is not cheap. Yeah, let's say PDP. If they make it, make one, it might be like ninety or eighty, but it's not gonna be like twenty. I mean, and between the two, I'd rather. I'd yeah, rather I mean, one. I think I had to pay what I got a two hundred gigabyte. SD card for my Switch, and I think it was like fifty or something. Yeah, but I, nowadays I, you can get that for like twenty if you really want to shop. You know, depending on like what. The, what the right, this was three years ago. I, I mean, but like, and especially there's sales now, which I don't know if there's going to be a sale for that. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I could also see them doing some kind of deal where they include that as a as an extra thing or something for a little bit more money or whatever as a package for your getting Xbox One Series X. Or, I mean, I also think, like, let's see what happens with their discless Series S or whatever. Is that going to be having to use that kind of card, too? Or is that going to take external? Be different. Because that won't run 
the sure it won't, it won't run this, but you're still going to play the same games. You're just going to download them. They're still going to be 100 gigs a piece. No, well, but it won't bigger. run the same way though. Like it won't run up to whatever Series X can run to. The Series S is supposed to be a cheaper version, so I won't. Oh, so it's like we'll have a different. We'll have yeah, it, like I think the rumor is that it can go download? up to. The rumor is that that's supposed to only go up to 2K, not 4K. Yeah. It's so. Powerful. Yeah, it's a less right. powerful console. So then, it, then it's up to how are the developers going to optimize? They're like, are we going to get two different downloads of every right. game depending on which Xbox you're on? Which, I mean, they already kind of said when they were showing off, I think it's Gears 5, they said that basically what they did was they put Gears 5 on Ultra Mode for PC, and they showed it off as, oh, this is what it'll look like on Series X or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if if it isn't that big a deal, then, which hopefully it's not, but depending on who you talk to when they have to downgrade it is so yeah i don't i don't know i don't usually worry about the crappy version of the console i mean why would why would you do that to yourself well you have the money to buy the good one me and sean don't (laughs) yeah i mean if i really do have to make a decision about which i think the only reason again which is bad because i don't think i don't think harmonics is going to at this point like have you seen their fuser game uh yeah that looks nice yeah, it looks like they took the uh, um, what's what's it called DJ Drop Hero, mix. well Drop Mix, yeah. yeah, Drop Mix, yeah, yeah. It's it's, and actually I think Drop Mix is not good as a game, but like the actual like competitive game mechanics, the game design of it doesn't make that much sense to me. But I think just using it to mix stuff is awesome and super fun. Like just playing around mm-hmm. with the cards, like not even. Playing it like it's meant to be played, not playing it as a card game, but just doing crazy mixes, crazy and seeing what those combinations sound like, is awesome. So it seems like they took that and they made a, a DJ game that's actually about remixing, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm very excited about. Yeah, my my point was I don't I don't know that we're gonna see a Rock Band five or Rock Band whatever ultimate. No. For oh, well, I imagine it won't use a proprietary controller. So if you're worried about plugging a proprietary controller in, that's what you're getting at. No, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about, like, the reason I would buy the console is if they said, oh, we're going to do that thing where we move all our songs over again. Oh, uh, I get you. So that's where I would have to keep the Xbox because that's where I have all the songs. But that wouldn't be an issue because you can put that stuff on your USB 3.1 external HTT. Yeah. Because it's because it, it'll be Xbox 360 or you know Xbox One content. Well, my point was like I may not rush out to buy an Xbox One right away if my PC can play the games for a while, and I may just focus on getting a PS5. And then oh, sure. if it gets to the point where we do start getting those Series X games, uh, I need you know, Xbox exclusive. One. I still kind yeah. of regret buying the last Xbox One. Yeah. yeah, I mean, un- until I had my new PC, I did have a, I did have a need for it. But, like, you know, yeah, if if I didn't have Rock Band after they came out with Game Pass, I don't know that I would, like, even really feel buying, the need. Even not buying a, um, even though I'm not a PC gamer, I still feel like over the course of the Xbox One, between the Xbox One and the Xbox One X, 
I've played maybe a dozen exclusives on that thing. Like, yeah, okay, you know, playing Red Dead 2 on there is slightly better than playing Red Dead 2 on PS4 and stuff, and I do tend to... I've played a bunch of games on there, but really, in the grand scheme of things, there wasn't really much of a reason. It's like, okay, I got to play Dead Rising 3 and Rise and 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 the and two gears games like it's not you could live with, if you can live without any console you can live without an xbox in my mind oh yeah yeah definitely i mean especially with what they're doing now now but so i'm pretty locked in now into the infrastructure and having all my old games carry over so i'll probably get it but that, so. that's the thing too is like having all these old games now and like also the difference between the game pass on console and the game pass on uh PC there's you know games that show up on one that don't show up on the other so there's that as well um yeah True. i think it it's going to be interesting how they deal with this i really am wanting to see what mark cerny is going to say about the mm-hmm. playstation will they have anything that would really blow the what microsoft's doing out of the water i don't know but yeah, we'll see. I, I, I honestly don't think it needs to. It needs to. I mean, I think even even if it's less powerful, I, mean, I still think Sony has more of a momentum. You know, I mean, but other than the games, like what would they really be able to do with the console that Microsoft couldn't? That would make you go, oh, okay, I'm really PS1 to PS4 emulation. Or uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and for PS1 games, that shouldn't be an issue. I mean, PS3 played PS1 games and did it well. I would yeah. say emulation for sure. Like, I think if you told me just the disc work, I don't think I'd be too excited for that because. Well, I think I don't. I, mean, have... I think if they said, "Hey, here's a you know here's a store with all, all, not all of the old games, but most of the old games," but then also, hey, if you have a you know a, a dusty PS One collection in your closet, go dig it up. You can go play, you know, Thrash or Skate and Destroyer in Mad ninety six on your PS One or PS Five. Really cool. I expect that's that system should be powerful enough to emulate at least PS1 and PS2 really well. If not, what the heck are they doing? Yeah. Uh, what I'm yeah. concerned about is PS3. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming the PS4 is going to carry forward. No, PS4, oh, PS4, they've already confirmed, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, PS3 had that weird, that screwy system architecture. With that yeah, PS, PS3 but... is the big question mark of whether they can make that work. I mean, obviously I... you can do PS3 games on PS now, but I don't want to do that. See, I, I would love... I've got all the discs, so... I've kept all my PS1, PS2, and PS3 games over I the mean, years. I've got a I, I had most of them. them. Yeah, so I would love to be able to pop those. Do you back think in. that they would do that, or do you think it'll be all digital? Well, imagine if Mark Sarney took like an old, like a Crash Bandicoot one copy and just popped it in this PS5 and say, "Hey, you can play it." Like, yeah, I think. Vermont. Yeah, I think so. But I think they would be more lose their minds if, like you said, they do that with a PS3 disc because PS. Like, all those, like, you know, PS2 could do it, PS4, I think. Like, the P- doing a PS1 disc, I think, wouldn't be so surprising as much no, as... No, yeah. it wouldn't be, like, surprising, but it would just be nostalgic. I mean, people right. aren't... I mean, the PS3 yeah. has a lot of, like, weird games on it that are aren't on anything else. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're kind of... Nost- like, if yeah. someone popped in, like, a copy of, like, Folklore, or, you know, even... Yeah, exactly. Called- like, I hope it would not be something that they have to like make active for every game, like the Xbox had to do, where they have to like for each game kind of try and optimize things. Like I want to be able the 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 dream future, right, is being able to pop in like a folklore or a Knight's Contract or a Never Dead or a Right to Hell Retribution into my PS5, and it just works. 
I don't know. I like what Microsoft did, though. If I'm going to play it on the system, I want it to look better. Oh, I love the upgrade aspect to it. But I, I just don't... I don't like the idea that, you well, know... There, like, I can still not... I can never play Binary Domain on my Xbox One X. There's a difference because... between, like, original game versus, you know, upraising it. Like, I mean, it'd be nice if they had the option. But between the two, I'd probably have the original version. Yeah. Well, I, I don't... I have no problem with... I'm surprised they the didn't have Binary Domain... They uh, they stopped before they got around to it. I mean, it's like uh, one of the okay. last ones was the Sewer's Wrath, and then they were like, "Now we're done, no more, no more backwards compatibility upgrades." It was weird. Yeah. They just kind of ended the. the I wonder if they'll keep they doing it for. They did that going with the original forward. Microsoft 360. Remember also, like they're like, "Oh, we have these emulation ninjas." What they what they called them, you know, for like original emulating old original Xbox games. But then they're like, "Yeah, we got about forty percent done," and. That's nah, you're good. Good enough. Yeah. But I yeah. wonder if they'll do it now that they know that this generation is going forward. I wonder if they will go back and try to start doing it again. But Well, I mean, uh, they, what they should just do is just make an emulator that plays everything. <laughs> right. I mean, they do make it to where, yeah, but that's right. They had to make it to where it did need to work. In order for the disc to be read or whatever, I mean, because they do have to get the license from somebody again. It's not like they can just go, "Oh, this works now." Well, like, if it yeah. was, uh, if the emulator was independent, like if I could just uh, drop a disc in, like then you wouldn't, it wouldn't even have to be in the store. I or mean, it wouldn't even have to be something that they would have to get the license. That's for. the if thing it's just was emulator that can read the disc. The, one of the problems I would say though is like uh, the PS3 also had a lot of digital games, you know, exclusive to that lineup. Oh sure, and, you're like, losing those. Yeah, I, I don't think those will come over necessarily. Yeah, that's like, the problem. I mean, I've, much that's as I tough. like like Tokyo Jungle or Trash Panic, like I don't expect those to be like backward compatible. Oh, I, mean, I, I want to play Trash Panic. They could again. though. Yeah, they I mean, could. totally. But I really I mean, just, they just need it to depends on how much Tokyo Sony Jungle really wants to go into that back catalog, right? Like, remember, but, Sony's in that realm of Microsoft had a kind of sort of like push them to start caring about backwards compatibility because they didn't care about it for a long time. Yeah. So I wonder how much they really do care about it or are they just doing this? Well, I think as there a... are different, I think there are different factions with the different consoles, but I mean, the PS3, I mean, I would say Sony cares about it more than Microsoft does. And like, uh, at least historically, I mean, think about it. I mean, historically, yes, but I'm talking about like, okay, they just randomly stopped doing the PS2 remasters. They stopped like, uh, it took them forever to make PS PS Now have it where you could download games. Sure. I mean, yes, they didn't need to, but it wasn't until recently that they started really trying to make that a service. You know, like they had that stupid rental thing for a while that didn't work. I mean, like. You know, they're the ones that, for at least for this generation, are the ones that have a guy on record saying, oh, nobody really cares oh, yeah. about that. They just say that they do. I mean, I think know? that guy's a jackass, but I mean, I still think Sony, I think like Mark Sony, for example, cares about emulation. Oh, well, than... he does because he's been making gains for Sony systems forever, but like, you know, yeah, I... It's going to be interesting to see how far this really goes for both of them. I mean, Microsoft already has a lot of the groundwork done, but yeah. So here's a theoretical uh. question. What if you could like buy, what if like, okay, let's say 
folklore for PS3. What if you put the, put that into a PS5 and you can download a PS3 copy of that game to your PS5, and you have to have the disc in, but you know every once in a while it will ask if you still have the disc, or you have to pop it in like every month or yeah, so. Yeah, Xbox did that exact thing. I find yeah. that pretty annoying. I mean, it would be annoying, but I mean, I think they have only... to in order for the license to work. Like they can't. Yeah, just... well, it's the only it's the only way you can. Yeah, you can get it on the like the wall. So you're not just you know buy, you know buy a used game. Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. Get rid of it. I mean, mm-hmm. well, yeah. But then it's gonna. They're gonna have to just check for disc unload, which just means you're gonna. You gotta put well, it. I just. I, I just wanted I to mean, be able to. Say, if it could just that. rip the file off the disc, basically. If it's like this game has to be installed. But it, that leads to the piracy problem again. <laughs> yeah, they won't do also because they. Well, I think GameStop's gotten to the point where they don't. They got to the point where they don't take certain games anymore. So, so like, uh, you know, you also find that problem of even if you do that, you won't be able to take it anywhere. So, that's. Uh, I don't but, think GameStop's going to be around very much longer, so I'm not really too worried. Yeah, uh, but like, I don't think. I do think they do worry about that, though. Of like, that's why they wouldn't do it. You would have to have the they tech check for the disc, like once a week or. Whatever, how many, how much they want to do it because it would be uh, like GameStop is selling the Vita right now for extra on sale. (laughs) Really? Uh, GameStop has deal like a deal of the day thing, and they're they're not selling a Vita for a hundred dollars today. Ooh, instead of one forty. That would have been cool. I think like a few years ago. (laughs) I don't. care at all no no the vita is still great um i actually have i've been playing my vita some recently so you're the one yeah i've been uh, playing valhalla on the vita it's pretty great well uh, i yep. think um uh, well the the one thing left i guess is that control has an expansion Coming out on PS4 and Epic Games Store March 26th, and then on Xbox One on June 25th. Good God! If you got it for Xbox, I'm sorry. Uh, by the time that game comes out, I'm not gonna care at all. <laughs> um, I may check it out. I I got it on the Epic Games Store. I'm not sure if I. I'm going to go back to it. I have to finish the game first, but with all the stuff yeah. that's going to be coming out quickly after that. I mean, I, I, I don't think I'll buy it, but I, I think it's going to come up with or have certain enhancements or like upgrades with the regular game, with the map in particular. So mm-hmm. that'll be nice. Well, and it's also like a lot more open-ended and yeah. not linear, so that's helpful too. Uh, if you So you can kind of explore and do more things in that world and uh, she'll get more abilities and stuff like that so if you really I loved Control but again I'm kind of one of those people that once I get past that year because we have to kind of focus on to the next year I kind of just start focusing on stuff from this year so let's see I I might go back to that might not but yeah I mean if you yeah. yeah Got um, to play, might as well. Jens, <laughs> not, uh, I, I know you said you hadn't even opened your copy <laughs> of Control. Yeah, yeah, 
I, I don't really uh, know what this DLC would even be. But it's good to know they're doing it. I think it's like more the uh, building, like the under, like the origins of the building or something. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, dive weird. deeper into the oldest house and all of its secrets. Yeah, mm, the lore. That was one of the good things about that game was the lore. Yeah, it very, really good, like backstory and writing for all that stuff. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll get around to it eventually. Well, I was going to do a. We don't have to spend, like, you know, hours on this or whatever, but since everybody's, you know, self-isolating and social distancing and whatever buzzword we want to use today for this COVID-19 thing, um, what are your, like, comfort games that when you have, you know, you can't go to the store and both of you guys are very uh, physically getting your games physically and you can't really go to the you know right now they don't want you to go to the store and be buying games and and maybe you don't want to be surfing the PSN or the eShop for something what what are those comfort food games that you go ah oh, man I'm, I'm stuck in the house all day let me I'll just go play this Bayonetta I've been playing a bunch of Bayonetta again since the uh, re-release came out on PS4 and that's definitely one of them. Uh, for me, I would say either WoW or Persona 5. So that's why I'm really itching to play Persona 5 Royal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you did play through that game three times. Four. Yeah. Four. You play yeah. the, speaking of comfort games, Fire Emblem Three Houses is kind of one of those for me. Um, Mark, have you gotten into the DLC stuff? The, the, the new uh, house? I played, like, the, I'm up to, like, the third mission. That thing's hard. So, uh-huh. uh, I, I stopped playing it. Like, I found a guide that really helps you, or it just basically tells you what to do. So I should just plow through it one day and go through that. Because <laughs> I would like to get all that all the stuff from the expansion, but you can't only get it like if you actually like beat the expansion, like in the regular game. So, mm. like, it's not like a. T- I mean, you get like new characters, new weapons, and new. You no, know, right. So your new game plus doesn't aid you there. No. Gotcha. Uh. Well, yeah, I mean, I that's uh, uh, Fire Emblem was when I played like three, de- like I'm on my third playthrough technically. Uh, that's that's some good eating right there. Mm-hmm. I've also been playing a lot of visual novels. Most, like I've been most... playing Root Letter. Root Letter. Oh yeah. wow, that's a comfort genre for me. I would say for me, like other games would be like Near Automata would be one, uh, Okami and Psychonauts. Ooh. I love yes. all of those. I, at this point, I've kind of played Psychonauts and Okami so much that I don't know if I would keep going back to them. I mean, that's why I like them, because I can easy, easily just kind of go into a... Not like, go into a trance, almost, or, you know, just kind of shut my mind mm-hmm. off. And, you know, it's like, I never remember damn near everything about oh. Okami, so it's like, whatever. Speaking of which, do you, guess what, I'm, what else I'm currently playing, Mark? Speaking of comfort games. What? Earth Defense Force 5. Oh my god! You said you said games, not wastes of time. <laughs> no. Okay, so here's the thing about EDF five. It's one of the really good ones. It's what you want. Not you apparently, know? quite not yeah. to Mark, because I remember hearing that episode, and you were like, "So, oh god." No, it's okay. Iron Rain. No, this is not Iron Rain. Oh, okay, not Iron Rain. Okay, this is five. This is the. This is the. Uh, Iron Rain was done, I think, at the same time as five. 
uh, so Jap- the Japanese team was making five, and the American team was making Iron Rain. It has it has review scores of five point zero out of ten instead of two point zero out of ten. Exactly. Wait, no, actually, let me <laughs> let me see what Earth Defense Force. Sorry, I'm I'm typing again. Well, oh, we're at the end at this point. Listeners, forgive us here. Earth Defense Force Five has a nine out of ten on Steam. Ninety-two percent like this game. Uh, yeah, and... because Steam is the only pe- you know the only people crazy enough to stupid enough to buy it. And let me see. The Metacritic is seventy-six percent, and the user score is higher than the Metacritic at seven point six. Sorry, seventy-two uh, percent meta score, seven point six user score. So yeah, it's reviewing well, and rightfully so because it's good. Well, uh, I mean, and Open Critic has it at forty-seven percent. Critics so... recommend seventy-three is the top critic average, so it's not not too bad. So, yeah, I mean... 43% recommend good? That doesn't sound good to me. No, 73 is the top critic average. So the average ah. is 73. But 47% of the... I don't know how many critics recommend. But I think, like, once you get past, like, 7 out of 10, I think it technically goes into the don't recommend. So, mm. yeah. Open Critic's okay, a little bit weird. A strange system, but all right. I wouldn't recommend either. How about you, Sean? <laughs> you talk about your comfort food games. I, I think, well, most of mine are, it's really easy for me to go, like, I will go back to Final Fantasy IX, or... Oh, if you're talking, like, old games, I would say, like, Super Metroid, yeah. Super Mario. I mean, I, I mean... That's, yeah, that's SNES comfort food like games, my, like... Yeah, SNES is, like, that's why I have, like, 20 or 30 SNES games, even though I have at least four or five different ways to play games not on a SNES. <laughs> Or you know, I play hmm. Chrono Trigger usually once a year, so I've I'll got go a few back PC to that. games that that scratch that itch for me. Specifically, um, I love playing Sid Meier's Colonization. Wow, really? That, yeah, that's that's one I I return to quite a bit, and uh, I also not too long ago played through um, Wing Commander Privateer, the uh, the first of the. Did that have Mark Hamill or the later ones? No, Privateer is... um, No, that's the one where you're a traitor slash mercenary. It is not FMV. It is pre-Wing Commander 3. Okay. Did you ever play... uh, This was much later. Did you ever play Freelancer? Yeah, yeah. We've talked about Freelancer, Mark. Okay, yeah. Freelancer is, uh, is the lesser... It's like a lesser version of Privateer to me. It's still good. But it doesn't quite have the je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Part of it maybe that I don't like the mouse controls very much, but Oh yeah. I really like that actually, but Oh I know, I know. We've we've talked about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And and the other one, uh, TIE Fighter is another one that like every I've got it from good old games and I'll just boot it up and play a mission now then. Yeah, why That's not? Private here good as well. Yeah, good old games is good for like the old, you know Yep. Like nostalgic if PC gaming, like oh, I remember playing, you know, King's Quest or something, or police, you know, SWAT four or something. Yeah, I bought Sanitarium from them when it was on sale last night. I really want to boot that up. I'll also play me some One Piece, Pirate Warriors three whenever I'm not, because it's 
it's just good old fun with One Piece. So I'm excited for four. I'm excited for four. So why not? Play some Kakarot. No. Did you see you playing One Piece Musu? Yeah, the Pirate Warriors three. I have it on Switch, oh, yeah. so I'll just pop that in. That's a good That's one. It. Yeah. The only One Piece game I liked was an Unlimited World Red one. I have that one too. I'm like slowly I have, I like, picking. I, <laughs> I like it quite a bit. It's good. Yeah, it's better yeah. than the one that came out last year. I thought it was funny when like Giant Bomb like played it, and both Dan and Jeff were like, "Hey, this is not bad." Actually, <laughs> good. Hey, One Piece is a good property. I also sometimes go back to an old Pokemon for some weird reason. I mean, yeah. that's probably more nostalgia, though, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's nostalgia. It's like one of those like, you know, I'll before Let's Go came out, I'd sometimes I'd just plop in Yellow and just play it. One of the used stores like... had like DBA Fire Red, and I thought about scanning it, but I was like, why? <laughs> like I never grew up <laughs> on any of these games, so I'll be lost. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it's always like <clears throat> cool to see what people's like like go to games are or whatever. Well, I'm uh. assuming that Mark is the same as me since you mentioned Pokemon. Like the equivalent of that for me with comfort games is going back to like old Shin Megami Tensei games or old Persona games. Like I've got a playthrough of Persona Three that I've been like partially through for years now. Um, I mean, for, for me, it would be Nocturne, because that's, like, the, the the best one of those, I think. Oh, oh, yeah, Nocturne's great. But Nocturne, to me, is not a comfort game. It's too stressful. See, I uh, I watched a video a few weeks ago about, like, the hardest game, hardest RPGs ever, and, like, Nocturne was number one, and I'm like... Yeah, exactly. What? Like, I, I didn't find it hard at all. <laughs> really? No. Wow. It was pretty easy. I mean, I thought, it, I thought it was pretty, you know, pretty basic, or pretty, you know, standard... The only, the I only, know, the man. Last, that that last only, boss fight is one of the craziest boss fights that I can remember. The only hard part was like the stupid candelabra mazes, like when you have to like run from Dante. Oh god, this, this sucks. But other than that, like, and then you can recruit Dante, and he's pretty good. Okay, maybe, maybe at some point you can give me pointers on how it can be better in Nocturne. Uh, keep your pixie as a pixie until the end of the game, and she becomes like super evolved. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, like, I think there are parts of that game that are, like, challenging, but, I mean, I think it's, like, I think it's pretty standard, honestly, especially with that, like, press turn system. Like, it's, you know, the same thing that's been in, like, most Shin Megami Tensei games. Like, just learn mm-hmm. elemental weaknesses. And Oh, I'm not saying that, that it's hard to play as far as the sy- understanding the systems or... Oh, yeah. I, I, I just think that the, the combat is really... There, there, are some, uh, there are some really brutal uh, boss fights in that game. I mean, for me, if I was going to go, go to play one of those games, it was a game called, a PS1 game called Jade Cocoon. I really liked. Oh, I've never heard of that. Jade Cocoon? Jake, yeah. oh, that's the, the PS1, like, Pokemon. It was a poke- yeah, yeah, it was basically Pokemon and PS1, but you could also, like, uh, mate your creatures. So, like, you could have, like, a fire creature and a fur oh, interesting. Creature. Story and of Tamayu. Yeah. And it had really good anime sequences at the time. I mean... Had a good soundtrack, I thought too. Oh shit! Uh, it's a Genki game. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I I know them for racing games. That's right. one of those like cult Sony games that people wish they would like make available again, and they never do. 
Yeah, they made they made two of them. I don't. The second one didn't do as good, I don't think. Uh, but the first one, I mean, I remember playing that as a kid, and I really liked it. I got like way far into it. Also, seeing that this game is coming out next week, but I'm also like, for some reason, well, of course, this was also kind of big back then. But like, I loved going back and playing the the like Yu-Gi-Oh games on like the GBA. <laughs> yeah. So, Mark, you're saying Jake Kun Two is a no for you? You don't like it as much? I, I didn't. I didn't play it, but I remember it didn't like do as well, and I, they only made two of them. So, I, you know, well, it, so I mean, it didn't do as well, but yeah, I'm just seeing that Jake Kun actually did the second one on PlayStation Two. And yeah, that's yeah. a more modern game, and it's um, yeah, but seems it's, again, to be readily available. Nostalgia's that's why I like the first one because I played it, and I mean, yeah, I played it. <laughs> okay, I'm just wondering if and I, I should. And I remember, like, you know, you talk about the game, like, you know, you have a fire and an earth creature, and you could, like, fuse them together to be, you know, to make a lesser, a more powerful creature, but then it wouldn't be as strong in either affinity. But you could really, like, break the elemental system in, like, weird ways. Huh. God, God, that reminds me, so... I keep... Go ahead. Just a second. That's weird. Sorry, sorry what were you saying, um, Sean? Oh, that reminds me, I keep forgetting I gotta go back and play Temtem more. <laughs> Forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, speaking of... Man, it's it's that week that people have finally been waiting for. Uh, we're finally about to get crazy with these releases now. With uh, Animal Crossing, Doom Eternal, which is apparently really good. Uh, great. And none of us even. have any have any interest in it <laughs> i'm sort of interested but i just don't want to like i have to start you know with this pandemic that's going on i can't just spend 60 dollars on everything no i mean yeah uh, unknown but also i mean i don't i don't care i don't think kens does either i'm more interested in animal crossing than doom i will admit you're not no now you're more interested in big tunes <laughs> well and you're Sorry? you're gonna be, be um you got the oculus for half-life right I mean, I, yeah. So are you going to be playing that as well? I mean, if you somehow get a review code, I could. <laughs> oh, that's not going to You know that's probably not happening. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, I'll, I'll email my buddy Gabe and see what's up. Okay. Like, hey, Gabe, send me a code. Uh, if you, Hey, if Gabe can send you a code, then go for it, man. Go for, go for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, the Yu-Gi-Oh!, Legacy of the Duos comes out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Paper Beast, which was some... They tried to make a big deal at uh, E3 last year. That Bleeding Edge game comes out. It'll be on Game Pass if you don't want to buy it, which the beta didn't... wasn't great. And, yeah, so get ready, because... And, man, there's a new Cookie Mama game. I'm sort of excited. Wow. Uh, I like those on the was it on the DS when they first came out. I had like the first two. Then they kind of started getting they they released too many and it was like okay I'm I'm kind of done here but. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so then at the end of the month you guys are going to be rocking Persona Five again. Yes. Oh yeah. So I'll be to that day one if I get if I when I get my copy. Some comfort in these trying times. I will be practically sitting on my porch waiting for the guy to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Are either of you getting Animal Crossing? 
I thought about it, it, but again, it's like, yeah. I mean, I kind of want it, but I can't afford it. Uh, I'm not, like, that interested in, like, I mean, I would review it if we got it, but I don't really want to, I'm not going to ask for it. But I think it's, like, the thing that you said, or again, earlier about, like, it's, like, a job. (laughs) Yeah. It's really weird. I mean, I'm actually kind of curious to try that, because I don't think, I don't play it. It is the perfect game to, like, oh, I can play it for a little bit, and I can play it for a little bit, and I can play it for a little bit. It's funny. That's, that's exactly how WoW is. Yeah. Or, like yeah, Overwatch. That's the thing that made me fall off the last Animal Crossing is that it literally prevented you from binging it. Yeah. So the way I play games, usually I'll have, you know, sometimes I'll have a whole day set aside for it. You know, I'll do a Saturday where I just want to, like, get through a game. Yeah. And uh, I tried doing it with Animal Crossing, and it was just, you know, after a while yeah. I said, like, no, you need to stop playing now. You cannot make any more progress. Come back today. So it was really trying, the last 3DS one was really trying to get you to like play it in a certain way and space it out and, uh, um, you know, make it like a, oh, this is a thing that I'm supposed to play like 30 minutes to an hour yeah, every yeah. day. That's exactly how WoW is. Yeah. I, I is have, it really, though? WoW, WoW seems, that's an MMO. That's a, that's, you, people no, no. play huge amounts of WoW at a time. You can't. Well, I mean, it, like there are like reputation, like you know, with like factions, you can only do like three missions a day. Or I got a quest a few days ago. I have to like take care of this insect, and it will eventually turn into a mount. After I do thirty days of quests for this thing, and the quest takes like ten minutes a day. I have to do thirty. I mean, you can't like skip ahead. It's like I have to keep signing in every day. Yeah. I, I'm that idiot who like keeps buying Animal Crossing games, playing them for a little bit, and then dropping them basically. And that's what so, I'm worried about. Like that's what I don't want to. I mean, like it'd be more for my daughter, right? But because she's, I kind of showed it to her, and she she likes like she likes Roblox and uh, games where you build things or have your own like thing, and you you have your house and and whatever things like Animal Crossing. But, like, I wouldn't want to get it, and then she doesn't really end up liking it, and then I don't, I'm not enthused to play it in myself, and then it's like, oh, that's $60 I could have spent on something else, you know? Yeah. And that the problem with it being a Nintendo game is like, oh, I'll know it'll never go down, maybe 45 at the most. And I already have Tokyo Mirage that I know I want to get if it goes down to 45 or 40 and yeah, you know, so yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I prioritize know. that over Animal Crossing myself. I definitely know I'm not gonna. I thought about it for the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, but I was like, yeah, I watched, I think like an hour of that, and I was like, this looks like a game boring really fast, so I'm not bothering with that. I mean, it's just yeah. like there's so many games coming. I really quick, you know, I got to save for Final Fantasy and then, you know, probably we'll have to wind up buying Resident Evil for Mark. So, like, yeah, that money's got got to be a little bit scarce with that money when we don't know where this this COVID-19 is going. So, yeah, yeah. it's sad to say that we, we have to think that way, but hey, it's just the reality of life at this moment. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if uh, we don't have anything else, oh, wow, we went a lot longer than this happens every week. I swear, I think we're, this will be a short show. There's not a lot to talk about, and then here we are. 
It's two yeah. hours your again. Your shows used to be like three hours. I feel a bit tighter now. That That's because I took the entertainment stuff out. Because we, if we still did entertainment, yeah. they would be three hours. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously having the timestamps help too. So you don't have to listen to stuff you don't care about. But yeah, so thank you, Jens, for being on. Oh yeah. For letting us know about Neo Two. And uh, everything else that you have, uh, you always dropping that knowledge. And <laughs> next week will be an interesting one, even though we we probably won't be playing either one of the two big games that everybody's gonna want to hear about. But uh, yeah, I, I'll be playing Animal Crossing because oh, you are you're getting, gonna get it. I'm getting swept up in the Twitter hype. Yeah. Okay, well, if you do wind up getting Animal Crossing, I guess let me know. We'll, we'll have you on. Yeah, I'm getting it. We'll, we'll have you on for that. Grab a copy from me so you can visit each other's islands. Uh, <laughs> or you can, you can visit your, I can make a house in your island. Let's be a total pig. <laughs> well, now uh, Jens can control how much of a pig you are on his island. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> you can boot me off. Yeah, you later. can't just come in there and wreck shop or whatever. So you, uh, well, that will be fun. Well, it'll be fun seeing everybody going crazy about Animal Crossing in this time when we're going crazy about other things. Yeah, it'll be the one vacation that everyone can go on. <laughs> Definitely. It, it'll be the big escape for everybody that's, uh, it, you know, it's funny. It's like, this is the one thing that, I mean, unless, you know, you guys talked about, you have your physical games that you really want, but this is like the one genre that, Thanks to the digital availability, you we don't really have to worry about these games like not coming out uh, yeah. to give us that escape when we're all shut in. So, but uh, yeah, if you enjoyed what you heard, you can always subscribe on whatever uh, platform you like to listen on. Uh, that helps us. Also, what helps is reviews, which you can also do on whatever platform you like to listen on, and uh, also go to Podchaser and review us because. That's a really awesome site, and it, it helps us uh, be seen more there as well. And yeah, so until next week, or perhaps we did a small little show on whatever Sony talked about. See you later, everybody. <laughs>